definitely human. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey guys, welcome to Back to Earth, a podcast about roots. I'm Charlie May. This is episode 17. It's summer. And in this episode, we're going on an adventure. That's right. David and I are hiring bikes and we're going along the Tark Line for the first time in our adult lives. It's going to be fun. It's been a few years since I've ridden a bike uh, in London. And I definitely used to have a bike as a kid in Devon, although I don't really remember, which is silly because there's so many beautiful trails to ride along. I remember learning to ride my bike by being pushed down a very steep field um, and just landing in a crumpled heap at the bottom but that's how me and my brother learned to ride hopefully we won't be ending up like that today so i'm going to go on a lovely bike ride but first i've got some farm maintenance to do have you got the weight of it yeah oh there you go yeah i was holding it <laughs> oh, so i just cut down some of the um ash tree that was in the way of the gateway we're coming up to harvest time and the combine harvester needs to come through this very narrow gateway that we've got on the farm so we've got a couple of weeks before we have to do some maintenance and widen some gateways so nigel has instructed his new farm hand to come and help him out and put me up in the tally handler with a chainsaw which i've never ever done before and take off some of the low hanging branches on this ash tree afterwards the gateway will be much wider there'll be a brand new gate put on it because at the moment it's this really kind of moldy wooden rickety gate that's been there ever since mum's been on the farm but yeah time to do some chainsawing so how did i do very well charlotte yeah 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 yeah, you did yeah i noticed you had a different knack because you sort of did some pieces at the end every time i did it i did it from the top and it sort of splintered off halfway down whereas you went from the bottom sometimes i do depends if there's a lot of pressure on a branch you've got to cut it from the top but uh, once the pressure's off you can come up from underneath then you'll soon master that i really enjoyed it yeah i've got a taste for it now i'll be out logging with you if kate's not free call on me So that's that taken care of. A couple of hours of chainsawing on the farm. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. I am looking forward to doing more stuff like that, taking on all these manly farmer jobs on the farm. 
So we're on the Tarka line. We've just rented bikes. We are at Waterside Bike Hire, but you can rent bikes from Braunton, Barnstable, basically all along the Tarka line. There's multiple places that you can rent your bike from. So other bike hire brands are available. It was super easy. We just turned up on the morning. We didn't book online or anything or um, reserve a bike, but he was super, super friendly. And yeah, it worked out really well. We just joined the queue and then we were on our way. When was the last time you got on a bike, David? Many, many, many years ago, those awful Boris bikes, Raj and Tom, extremely drunk, trying to drive through London traffic. (laughs) The thing about me, and this is probably quite unique to just me, I personally have never forgotten how to ride a bike. Um, (laughs) Something unique about me. So, isn't isn't that what they say? Is you never you never forget? Uh, No, I don't think so. (laughs) No, I think this is just a skill that I have that I've never forgotten how to ride a bike. So I'm on a bike now. Uh, I am wearing a bike helmet. We are both wearing bike helmets. We're being very safe. Yep. And yeah, it's... it's, uh, I wish there was a phrase for just how sort of easy it is to get back into it, but there isn't one. Who's going to tell him, guys? Who's going to tell him? So the first thing you said to me ominously is, have you ridden a bike since the accident? <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you? Uh, I don't think so. I had a bike accident in London, which wrote my bike off, and I didn't bother getting a new one, and it took me a year to heal from my injuries. Um, a guy opened his car door on me as I was sauntering down a sort of back, quiet road. This parked car just flung open his door, and I went over the handlebars and yeah had a trip to A&E so that was fun (laughs) you called me when that happened because you didn't want me to worry so you decided to call me yourself rather than let the ambulance people do it Uh, and it was way more terrifying yeah I was like David I don't want you I just immediately as soon as I heard your lovely voice I just broke down had to go and find you in the hospital and watch a doctor hit your knee with a hammer that was excruciating I wanted to rip her head off it was so painful um, but I think I kept it together but nothing like that is going to happen today no nothing like that is going to happen today we are on the Tark line there are lots of people cycling by and groups checking out the Tark line going all around to like Insto and Barnstable and things and we are going to go to Crow Point let's go <laughs> let's go Devon, if you don't say morning to every single person you pass by. <laughs> We're now part of the biker club. So we've just reached our first stop on the Tarka Line bike tour. <laughs> um, and that's Velator Wetlands, which is a man-made lake, although it's surrounded by kind of marshlands. And it's a rich habitat for lots of local wildlife. Right now I'm looking at about 50 ducks and the bank is covered in rats. <laughs> I think so many people come here to feed bread to the ducks and stuff. The bread sort of drops on the ground and it's a rich, rich habitat for uh, lots of little ratties as well, like yeah. running along the bank i gotta say i'm uh, enjoying this bike ride experience yeah yeah you really when you pick up and you start to go a bit faster you really feel the rush of wind it's like a video game or something <laughs> almost as realistic as a video game you're just like off in the distance like i'm eating your dust back here yeah you're a bit slow and cautious since you know the incident it's not about the destination it's the journey 
Oh God, the rats up here. Hello. <laughs> the rats found a way up to the, the to the platform. They're coming for us. So what we're looking at, we're on a ramp, like a wooden ramp that's kind of sits above the wetland. And below us is all the water with lots of trees kind of hanging in the water. And there's a family of swans with little goslings, lots of ducks and reeds, um, lots of algae in the water. I can't think what they're called, those ones, the little bobby, the small uh, small birds. Yeah, you got it, small birds. <laughs> the blackbirds that live on water with the tiny beaks. Um, hi, guys. Oh, and the swans are bullying the ducks. There's white ducks, mallards, brown ducks, and presumably there's lots of fish in here as well, although I can't see any. It's so pretty. So we've come off the Tarka line uh, down Velator Quay. The road follows the marshes all around. So it's all kind of like farm scrubland on either side. There's like canals of water that I suppose have been funneled for the cows to drink and also carved out so that the road is kind of above the water level. Next to it, there's a gravel walking and running track. So on one side, you've got the estuary, which turns into kind of the mouth of the river and like marshland either side. We're on the road as cyclists, but if you're a walker or a runner, you're on the kind of higher gravel track, which has the these really beautiful but quite interesting stone walls where you have to actually step over it's like a stone gate but the the gate doesn't open and there's a kind of gap underneath that i suppose are for small dogs to uh, fit under um kind of forces you to slow down we've tried to run on this before and you've got to kind of like pole vault the, <laughs> the stone gate but we've stopped at this bit, which I've never actually noticed before driving past, which is what's so amazing about renting bikes is you can just keep stopping and checking out your surroundings. Um, but there's kind of a giant lake and there looks like a stone ruin in the middle of the lake. And there's another stone building right in front of us that doesn't have a roof anymore. It's just the outer shell. But there's lots of wildlife on the lake. There's currently lots of seagulls uh, on the structure in the middle. And I can see loads of swans over the other side as well. I'm also not sure, but right in the bank in front of us, there's kind of bits of collected twine and wicker that have all been sort of roped together in these L shapes. I don't know if that's flood prevention or something to do with fishing or foraging or I have no idea, some kind of wicker man structure for later on in the year. I don't know. But we've chosen the perfect day to do this. Uh, yesterday I was in the garden all day. It was blue sky, blaring sunshine, 21 degrees, really baking. Um, and today we're sort of in a cloud. It's very, very misty fog. You don't have great visibility. I can probably see sort of like half a mile into the distance. I can just see the faded outline of the hills beyond and the houses that everything's just like in cloud and grey. It looks kind of a little bit apocalyptic. All the trees, they don't have any leaves on, I suppose, because they've been ripped off by the Atlantic winds. You can hear the marsh birds in the distance giving it large. Very moody. Very moody. So nice. I love it when the weather's like this. So we just had to stop because there's a herd of grazing cows. They're so cute. They're all brown or very dark brown, black looking. Um, and they're just grazing on the scrubland, which is mainly a lot of thistles and nettles and buttercups. Mm. 
Yummy. A nutritious brunch. Now, as a wise old farmer now, you probably know exactly what breed of cows these are. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, I want to say, and I'm just sort of plucking cows' names out of my brain, Frisian, maybe Frisian cows, maybe Hereford cows. <laughs> Bless you. One's sneezing. One's got horns over there. Do you think that's a bull? Doesn't look like a bull. Some girl cows have horns, don't they? Yeah. You can hear the skylarks high up in the sky as well. They're really high up. They live their life on the wing and uh, only come down to lay eggs and rear their babies. Quite rare in the UK, but we have them here in Devon. Oh, we're so lucky. So we made it to Crow Point, uh, Braunton Burrows, which is a UNESCO biosphere reserve. It's so special because it's home to lots of adders, like the only snakes that we have here in the UK, it is home to them. A lot of sand dunes in the area are protected. We've got miles and miles of sand dunes, basically from here, Braunton Burrows, all the way along to Saunton Sands. And it's super beautiful. It's my favourite beach in Devon. And if you want to come a bit quieter, a bit more wild, you come to the Crow Point end. And then if you want to be a bit more beachy summertime ice cream, swimming in the sea you go to the Saunton Sands end. So Braunton Burrows is one of the most important sand dune systems in Europe. It covers 1,300 hectares. 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 It's home to almost 500 species of flowering plants, some extremely rare uh, in the rest of the UK. These in turn support a wealth of animal life that includes 33 species of butterfly, many other insects, birds and mammals. Don't I sound like I know what I'm talking about? Where are you getting all this information from? Are you just remembering it? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just something I've got stored right. deep inside. Uh, I've actually stood in front of one of the uh, boards as you enter, telling me all the information about the uh, area. So it's along the southwest coast path, which a lot of people like to visit when they're here. It's like a point of interest to like come to Devon and walk the southwest coast path, which is also... Uh, where Valley of the Rocks is, so you can sort of walk all along the coastal path of Devon, and there's loads of amazing areas to see. It's over a thousand kilometres long, so it runs the entire coastal edge of the Biosphere Reserve and provides access to some of the most spectacular coastal scenery in the UK. And it's a military training area. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And it's a military training area. So, yeah, something that's quite funny, I think, when you visit a lot of beaches in Devon is that just some parts of the sand dunes have, like, uh, tanks and camouflage and people doing, like, training drills. And, yeah, that's it's quite bizarre. Please be aware that the military training can occur at any time of the day or night and involving vehicles and aircraft. You may see troops and also hear firing and bangs. Sounds nice and peaceful, huh? So we're just cycling along the burrows. There's obviously sand dunes either side, but there are specific paths that they want you to walk along uh, so that you don't disturb the local flora and fauna. This looks very burrowsy. Yeah, so there's lots of kind of, again, more scrubland and heathers and sand dunes. There is a wooden board walking path because they don't want you to disturb or tread on anything of interest so you can follow that all the way along until it takes you onto the beach at the end of crow point which is when the estuary that the farm looks over it follows all the way along here and then leads out to the atlantic ocean 
something I love so much about the farm is seeing the estuary and the ever-changing, you know, tides and when it comes in and out. And I just feel like I'm such a water baby having lived so close to the sea all my life. I just love visiting the beach, looking out at the sea, seeing different points of interest, like so many nice places in Devon to visit. So where to next, Captain? <laughs> so we've seen Crow Point and had a look at everything it's got to offer. Uh, we're going to head to Saunter next, but first, more importantly, I'm hungry. <laughs> okay, well, let's get some My tum-tum is rumbling. Let's go get some uh, lunch, and I know just the place to go. Then let's go! <laughs> So we've just stopped up at 51 Degrees North Coffee in Bronton. It's just off the Velator turning and it's a coffee shop in front of a gym behind like a giant Tesco. So it's very kind of like random Devon style, like have to suss out where these places are. Um, but it's so good. It does sourdough bagels. I had a delicious hummus with barrel aged feta cheese and chili jam bagel and shared David's miso, aubergine, and Asian slaw bagel. And uh, you had a matcha latte, and I had an ice latte, and it was delicious. We haven't actually done much eating out being back in Devon because of all the like, lockdowns and things. Before we moved down here, we were sort of checking out the local area, and we were like, oh, wow, we can go here, we can do this, we can do that. But then actually when we moved down, it was lockdown, and we haven't been able to do any of the things yeah. that we were like, oh, yay, we're going to do all this stuff. So today really feels like the first day of an adventure. I don't know, the start of a beautiful new adventure sitting and eating our bagel on a bench in the rain it's just a fine mist it's not like it's not epic rain but it is cold so should we go on to our final destination final destination that sounds a little ominous dun 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 So we've just arrived on Saunton Sands Beach and as you come down you enter this wide open expanse of sand. It goes on, I think it's two miles long and as you come down the hill you see all the sand dunes linking all the way to Braunton Burrows where we were at earlier. To the right hand side of me there's rocks spreading all the way out to the end uh, next to the sea and there's cliffs where the road sort of like snakes around to go round to Croyd Bay. Um, the Saunton Sands Hotel at the top which is this very large white structure and a few houses dotted around. The beautiful colours on the side of the cliff in like dark reds and dark greens and yellows uh, really comes alive in the kind of grey day that we're experiencing. To the left hand side there's all these little beach huts in different colours just as you'd expect from the British countryside little like blues and bright red and yellow doors and everybody's got little wind breaks up even though there's no wind today <laughs> whatsoever and more than anything it's the most British sight we've ever seen in that it is such a grey day, the sun isn't anywhere to be seen and yet there are people still sunbathing on the beach <laughs> Yeah, there's quite a lot of people here I guess people are on holiday and they're doubling down and they will go to the beach no matter what the weather is doing which is what we're doing as well to be fair the tide's actually quite in today although no, the surf is practically non-existent which is quite surprising usually the waves here are quite big there's lots of like surfing championships that take place around here in Croyd Bay oh, so we're just walking barefooted in the sand I'm wearing a very long cashmere dress um, and David's wearing board shorts Hawaiian board shorts and a bright blue t-shirt so and are these board shorts yeah they're, they're swim shorts they're like short shorts they're short shorts well they're not like <laughs> short shorts these are like hot pad shorts they're far above the, the knee <laughs> which they're is making David very uncomfortable no no not at all <laughs> I'm showing off my legs today I love it 
I love making little splat sounds with my feet on the sand like Pingu. Nerd, nerd. <laughs> it's supposed to be a really nice cliff top walk. Um, if you park in the church before you get to Saunton, you can walk up to the top of the hill and you get an amazing panoramic view of Croyd and Saunton. So we've just got down to the water's edge um, and of course we can't go to the beach without taking a dip in the sea. In the sea. Yeah. It looks pretty cold. The trick is to just run in mm -hmm. and just throw your head under and then I think you'll get used to it and immediately and yeah, let's see. Oh, yeah? so, and then it would just be fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, all right. All right then, come on. Oh God. <laughs> okay. And into the sea we went. I'll spare you the inevitable high-pitched screams that followed, but rest assured it was very exhilarating in retrospect. And I highly recommend you go for a swim yourself when you get the chance. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Back to Earth Podcast, on Twitter at Back to Earth Pod, and on TikTok at Back to Earth Charlie. Music is by John Day, artwork is by Eric Chow, and this episode was edited by the one, the only, David Knight. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you for listening. And if you're supporting us on Patreon, stay tuned for our after show series, hashtag Farm Life. This week we'll be talking about North Devon's beautiful beaches. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Back to Earth is a definitely human production. Okay, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.